much. I think a lot of people think because cooking is such a normal everyday thing, I think a lot of people think that it should just come second nature to them. Yeah. So that they're like psyched out when they can't cook, Mm -hmm. when they don't necessarily know how to cook. So I feel like they just need to know that cooking is a skill that most people do need to develop. Hello and welcome to another episode of TMG Unfiltered. My name is Devin. Oh, and I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things outside the blog. Anything we want to. Yeah. So today we're talking about something still pretty related to the blog. We're talking about cooking. Yeah. Because we've talked about veganism, we've talked about social media a lot. A lot. So let's just get into cooking. We haven't talked about cooking. No. It's fun. It's a pretty big part about (laughs) what what we we do. do. Yeah. So why don't we start right at the beginning. Catherine, how did you learn to cook? Well, I was born on November 25th, 1993. That's a lie. At 5.30 p.m. Actually? I think so. 5.30? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Is that weird? (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) Uh, You said start at the beginning, Devin. Sorry. What was the question again? (laughs) How did you learn to cook? Uh, Or maybe why? Well, I I think I've always been a decent cook. I mean, you've tried one thing from pre-vegan, that chili I made for everyone Mm -hmm. once. Was that good? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, so I think I've always been a decent cook. I just think it's something I'm was okay at and actually enjoyed doing so it made me better at it um but also my parents cooked a lot and they liked cooking and I watched them Mm -hmm. um but when I really got into cooking was when I went vegan and was living on my own so I kind of had to you were forced into I was forced into it because there's not a lot of takeout that's vegan Uh and I was living on my own so no one else was gonna cook for me so I had to start cooking myself so I was just kind of forced into the cooking lifestyle. And you like it. Oh, yeah, I love it. it yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's well, all right. It's, it's all, all right. right. <laughs> I, mean, I think you're a pretty good cook. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Otherwise, I, I don't think we really have much of a channel. No, I don't think so. At either. least it wouldn't be a cooking. It wouldn't be a food channel. <laughs> no. No, I really enjoy cooking. I like the creativity of cooking. And I, like, I think I got into cooking. Like, I enjoy it now because it's vegan, because it's you have to think a little more outside the box and think about substitutions and what you do for this and this, and it's a lot of fun to veganize recipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you get into cooking? Well, I'm not really much of a cook. Nope. Even. <laughs> Pillsbury cookies? <laughs> oh, so good. Can't have but, those. But you burned them a lot. No. At the cottage, we did. No. That one time, both you and I were in charge of them, we burned them. Sometimes I like them crispier, okay? Okay, okay. (laughs) So my cooking story is definitely different. (laughs) I am not a good cook. I do cook. But I think I have a curse. Because as hard as I try to make sure nothing goes wrong, something always goes wrong. Yeah, but like I think something goes wrong with everybody's cooking. You just have to like not worry about those things that go wrong and just adapt that's true and yeah. i mean 
before I used to worry about it a lot but now I'm just like because I kind of have this reputation that I just mess up cooking so there's no pressure anymore exactly so if I mess up it's like guys you know it's me so it's okay so I just roll with it but I don't know what it is about cooking that I just like don't really have those instincts because I feel like with you you maybe because you've just cooked more than I have but you'll be making something and you just kind of like know how much of stuff to put and I'm just kind of like oh my god no you gotta measure yeah I think it just comes with time like I probably measured I don't really remember but I probably measured a lot more before than I do now because you generally like when you when you measure a teaspoon of something time and time again you kind of get the gist of how much it is Mm. um but also, like, even before, I think when I was cooking, I was cooking for myself. Like, I lived, a lot, well, I lived with a roommate, but I wasn't cooking for my yeah. roommate. So, I, my my thought process was literally, like, if it screws up, I'm the only one eating this. Mm-hmm. Like, literally feeding nobody else. So, it doesn't matter if it screws up, whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, and I like to read cookbooks. So, you yeah. kind of get the gist of what goes together, how much there should be in things, and... I mean, I guess I'm kind of similar because I have those few recipes that I make a lot just for myself. And those are easy to make. Yeah, I've started just kind of doing whatever because I'm like, I know what I'm doing. One of these times I'm going to mess it up just so like put me back in my place. Yeah, you can't let your ego get too big, right? right? I know, it would be dangerous. <laughs> but I also feel like since we started the channel and since I started watching more just food channels, like food content in general... Mm-hmm. It kind of helps you get more comfortable because I see what other people are doing. I see your thought process. And then I try to, like, think like you. Like, if I'm making something, (laughs) I'm like, okay, what would Catherine do? I just got to think like Catherine. What would Catherine do? I don't know. Not measure. (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) Which probably isn't the right thing to do. (laughs) You just kind of, like, honestly, when I first got into cooking, you just kind of have to not worry worried about failing because you're going to fail no matter what. It's going to happen. Like, you're going to make something that tastes disgusting. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of part of the learning process. Now you know not to put those ingredients together (laughs) anymore or not to put too much garlic anymore or this or this or whatever. So you just kind of have, like, cooking is the one thing that anyone can learn how to do. You just have to do it. Do you think that's the hardest part about learning how to cook or just cooking in general is, like, not being afraid to mess up those in the beginning? What's the hardest part about cooking or learning how to cook? (laughs) The hardest part, like, the hardest thing to get over, Mm -hmm. I guess, is just not worrying about failing, yeah. Or, like, especially if you're someone who doesn't live alone and you're cooking for other people, Mm. If you have to learn how to cook while cooking for other oh, people, gosh. that can be pretty difficult. And, like, even, like, you could do... I mean, I never did this, and I don't know if it would work. I'm just kind of suggesting things. But like, <laughs> even if you had a bunch of cookbooks, and you normally cook at a cookbooks, but you want to be able to be someone that can cook their own things without right. having to go to a resource, you could just start changing recipes slightly every mm. time. Like, instead of adding this ingredient, add this one and see if it yeah. works. And, like... It's a little safer than just being like, I'm just going to wing it right from the start. That's a good idea. Like baby steps towards your own thing. That point you made about cooking for yourself versus having to cook for other people. I feel like I'm kind of struggling with that right now because I've just gone vegan. And so now it means I have to cook a lot more sometimes for other people. Like if it's a family event, I have to bring my own dish. And man, that pressure is not fun. Yeah, I don't like it either. 
Because not only am I not a great cook, but I'm also new to veganism. So cooking vegan food is also very new. And I'm just like, guys, I don't know if this is going to turn out okay. So I might just have bread tonight. Well, it's like I made a spinach dip yesterday for Mm -hmm. a couple of friends. And I literally tried it like 18 times before. I was like, does this taste like spinach dip? I don't know. Because first of all, I've never made a spinach dip at all, vegan or not. Mm -hmm. And I haven't had spinach dip since before I was vegan. So that's three and a half years at least yeah so I had no idea what spinach dip tasted like anymore and I was like I think this tastes like spinach dip does this taste like spinach dip like I'm bringing this food to a bunch of non-vegan people who have said they love spinach dip oh god I'm like this better taste like spinach dip the pressure I literally just kept adding things but at that point like it's something I've never made before yeah and it's something that I wasn't really sure what it tasted like still yeah so I kind of looked at other people's recipes and I was like okay I like the way she did this, and I like the way she did this, and I kind of combined two recipes and then did my own things, mm. too. Okay. And I think it worked out. I mean, you never tried I didn't it. try it. It was... I thought it was really good. It was very vegetable-heavy. I put tons of veggies in it. You're just trying to hide something with the veggies? <laughs> the tofu. I was so worried about the tofu taste. <laughs> well, it's good to know that you still get nervous about stuff. That makes me feel a bit better, I guess. All the time. Well, especially as someone who says, like, I... People assume I'm a good cook because mm. I have a channel. Mm. So if you bring something that's shit, they're just like, um, really? <laughs> it's like when Olivia, when I did a guest post for Olivia and we were making the Big Mac poutine mm-hmm. and I was like making it and like she was about to try it. I was like, what if it doesn't taste like a Big Mac? And I just thought it tasted yeah. like a Big Mac. <laughs> what if she thinks it's shit? <laughs> the end of Catherine's cooking career. A was Big it Mac ever a career? Uh, kind of. I think it's the career passion. But yeah, no, I think I think there's the nervousness in every kind of cooking, even whether you're cooking for yourself or not, because mm-hmm. you're still buying ingredients and you don't want yeah. them all to go to waste, right? Yeah. And I think that's kind of part of the learning process, and I don't think there's anyone who's ever 100% confident in their cooking. Really? I don't, I, I don't think you should ever be 100% confident in your cooking. That's probably true about anything you do. It's good to have, like, a little bit of, not necessarily doubt, but, like... I'm trying to think of the right word. Because if you think you're perfect, then you'll stop... Trying. Yeah. You'll stop, like, trying to improve. Exactly. And I don't think anyone should stop trying to improve on anything. Yeah, just stay humble. You know, that's what it's all about. The other... I think there's also the pressure, like, when I'm cooking, I'm also, like, trying to prove to people that veganism isn't... Tastes good? Yeah. So... Even if it's a good recipe, if I screw it up, then they're like, oh, vegan food isn't that good. It's I like, know. no, no, guys, it's just me. It's I just can't cook. <laughs> I just a shitty cook. The food, trust me, the food is better than this. I'm not doing it justice. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that adds pressure for sure, especially when you're cooking for non-vegans who've never had vegan food before. It's a lot of pressure. I know. Yeah. So, I mean, apart from the pressure, like, what do you enjoy about cooking? <laughs> <laughs> it's the creativity. It's yeah. fun. I like... It's like the ability to like, I think it's the same thing with any kind of creative art, whether it's painting or editing a video or Mm -hmm. photography, you're like taking little pieces of everything and combining it to make a whole new thing. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool. That's so cool when you talk about cooking like that. I never think of it as creative. I'm like, cooking is so that I can eat so that I'm not hungry anymore. (laughs) End of discussion. But you talk about it like it's art. 
Which it is, I think so. Yeah. I always think so. Like, I love watching cooking shows. Like, we both love Chef's Table. Oh. Chef's Table's amazing. And watching that, it just makes me want to do... Like, I'm like, this stuff is so pretty. Like, I wouldn't want to eat this because it's so gorgeous. Yeah. Like, how? Just to have the mind to think of all these things. I'm like, how do you... I don't understand. Like, that's inc- that's crazy. It definitely blows my mind how some people just, like, understand flavors and the way that foods work together and like even just like ha- like finding something or buying something that you know and tasting it and you're like oh this would go great with this I'm like how yeah how do you know that right away yeah and like I'm still in the phase where I'm like I think it might go well with something but I have to try it and I'm never like I don't think I'll ever get to the point where I try something and I'm like oh I know this will go great with this spice yeah. or this thing or it's so like I I'm so in awe of those minds I feel like you have pretty good instincts though do you're I? definitely better than the average person oh, that's good. I think I hope so. From my experience <laughs> with other people. <laughs> That's good. I mean, you like my cooking, right? Yeah. You seem to know what you're doing. Yeah. And I mean, that just comes with cooking. Mm-hmm. You just kind of learn how to do it. Watch other people do it. And like, even taking techniques from like, so like, I love Jamie Oliver and I love Gordon Ramsay and all those huge chefs that are like, mm-hmm. everybody knows. Iconic. But like. They don't cook a lot of vegan stuff, but, yeah. like, I like taking the techniques from other things yeah. and bringing it into vegan cooking, because it's cool. Like, that's how you kind of learn, like, little techniques. You see things for and sure. you see what works for everything. Yeah, I think that's true of any art form, right? Mm-hmm. What about, like, cooking versus baking? Well, okay. I still... I understand that baking is a science. I do still do that, <laughs> but I still don't really measure for baking. That's <laughs> my problem. I have such trouble sticking to a recipe when it comes to anything, even my own recipe. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. This probably goes in it and this goes in it. <laughs> I change all the time. I like. Tr- I was doing a cookbook review for uh-huh. our blog and like it was so tough. To- I was like, I have to test some of the exact recipes. I can't change it. Yeah. Even... As much as I want to, yeah. because I'm, like, sitting there not saying that their recipes are bad, but it's just, like, I can't read a recipe and just make a recipe. <laughs> or, like, it's the same thing with, like, the measuring, me not measuring things. I'll be, like, I'm, like, I have to measure this because I have to know how they did it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, like, I can't not measure this and do what I normally do. But, um, so, like, baking, back to baking. It's, people say it's a science, and it is, but I just think there's too much pressure put on baking. Oh. Like, Baking is a science, but you don't necessarily need to get that science exact every time. Like, it might change the flavor, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, majority of baking, there's a little bit of flexibility, right? Yeah, there's certain sciences where, like, sugar does certain things for your baking, and you always need, like, having a fat in your baking is important to hold things together and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. There's certain sciences that you need to know about that stuff. But, like, once you know the general gist of everything and how wet a dough should be versus how dry it should be, then, like, you can kind of play around with it a mm-hmm. little bit and just change it up. And, like, I think vegan cooking allows for that, especially because you can't use traditional milk or mm-hmm. butter and things. You kind of have to think of other substitutes to use. Yeah. And eggs, like... <laughs> you, you can't, like... I feel like before it would be so hard to think of baking without eggs and milk. Yeah. Most people can't imagine it. Especially eggs, because there's not a clear substitute yeah. for eggs. Like, milk, you just get non-dairy milk, yeah. whatever. But, like, eggs, there's not a clear substitute for it. But, like, there's actually so much you can substitute for eggs. You just need the certain properties and mm-hmm. stuff. So, like, there's so much creativity in baking. And I think it's people saying how, like, when people say how complicated baking is, I think it, like, 
makes people shy away from just trying it mm-hmm. and like trying their own thing. So again, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Whatever. Yeah. Like, I have had so many baking fails. <laughs> so many. <laughs> Maybe people just don't talk about the fails enough. Yeah. I feel like vegan like YouTubers and stuff, they maybe talk about it more because you'll see them recipe testing sometimes Mm -hmm. like in in Instagram stories and stuff like that. And that's really helpful to see that, you know, there is a process to it. It's okay if you mess it up the first time. I have thrown out trays of cookies. So sad. Yeah. I made (laughs) these peanut butter cookies once and I love peanut butter cookies. But literally, I was like so excited for them and I bit into one. It was literally biting into the desert. It was so disgusting. I was like, I can't, I can't even pretend these are good. literally like sand in your mouth and it's like I just need to throw these out they're so gross and like I just think it's like any cooking you're gonna fail you just embrace it and Mm -hmm. know if it's too dry okay I have to add more wet ingredients later my biggest cooking or baking fail which is when I got my reputation for being bad in the kitchen was when I made shortbread and I for I didn't put enough flour so it turned out to be, like, this crispy, like, really greasy, like, heavy oh. on the butter, like, bark. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what happened? And then I went through the recipe again. I was like, I didn't put enough flour. <laughs> I had one. So, like, I've always considered myself more of a baker until this blog and stuff because I've always liked baking more. Okay. I was going to ask you which one you prefer. Yeah. I've always preferred baking more before going vegan and now I'm shifting more to like I enjoy the savory a little bit more but I've always kind of considered myself more a baker because I think it's it's a lot of fun to Mm -hmm. bake. Um, And I don't know. The end product to me is just a little bit more fun. I, even though I'm not a sweet person. Yeah. yeah. I just like the decorating aspect that goes into dessert a little bit. Um, but I remember one time I was making lemon bars before going vegan. And lemon bars, for most of the recipes, you need to pre-bake the crust on the okay. bottom. I did not. Oh. So everyone bit into them and like, this is very doughy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, oh, whoops. Uh, what are you talking about? And two of us were making them and neither of us caught that. We're like, were we supposed to bake it beforehand? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about recipes. Because for me personally... I struggle with recipes. One, I always stick to a recipe. But two, I I have, upon numerous occasions, messed up a recipe. Like, I will read, okay, quarter cup of this. I'll read it, like, five times. Yeah. <laughs> and then it'll turn out that it was the wrong one. And I mess up the recipe. Yeah. But you have started creating your own recipes. So what's that like? How do you even start? <laughs> Um, I do research first, if it's something that I haven't made before. Um, so like the Eggs Benedict, I've never made an Eggs Benedict before. I've never had a non-vegan Eggs Benedict before. So I've only literally eaten Eggs Benedict once in my life before actually making a recipe for it. (laughs) So I like looked up other people's recipes, ended up not liking anybody's recipes before testing them. I just didn't like, based on your description of Mm -hmm. what Eggs Benedict was, didn't like what everyone else was doing. Cause I was like, this doesn't seem like it would taste the way Devin described it. Yeah. Um, But normally I, like, look up people's, get a baseline of, like, what are other people doing? Why are they adding this ingredient? Oh, because it needs to be creamy or whatever. It's something like this. And figure it out. And then I kind of just play around with things. Um, I like to kind of figure out, like, if it's a baked good, I like to figure out um, what a basic, literally, so if it's a muffin, basic what needs to be in a muffin. Mm -hmm. Sugar. Okay. 
flour, whatever, ratios and things like yeah. that. And then I kind of just have a general ratio of what should be in it, and then I just play with it from there. I change things uh, from just, like, little tweaks here and there. I change, use different flours or mm-hmm. different kind of butter or things. And um, I don't know. It's a lot of research, I think, prior. Yeah. It's just kind of seeing what other people are doing and then seeing if there's something you can do different or, like, how you can incorporate different things from different recipes. Uh, but most of the time I just look for a really basic mm-hmm. recipe to see what the kind of ratios are yeah. and then play around with that. Um, and then usually when I make something, I, I, I don't often have to test things more than once or twice. Mm-hmm. Um, when I do, I push back the recipe, <laughs> as you've experienced yeah. a lot. Um, I don't, because this is still new for me, too, testing recipes. Like, I hate testing recipes. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it so much, because I'm someone who just goes to a stove and just throws yeah. in whatever I feel like. But quality assurance. Come yeah, on. no, I know. <laughs> I'm still trying to do that <laughs> t- two years later. <laughs> um, I think it's just kind of about knowing flavors again still. Like, yeah. I never make a recipe to where, for the most part, to where it needs to be exactly this recipe. Okay. It's kind of like there's certain things that should be exact, like in baking, mm-hmm. exactly three cups mm-hmm. of flour or whatever it may be. But like, I try to never like it should still taste good if you accidentally put a little bit of extra stuff. And like everyone has different ingredients, so flours all taste different. Yeah, vanillas, as we've discovered, all taste different. Yeah, vanilla extract and stuff. Smell so you different. kind of just, I don't know. It's all trial and error. Yeah, like I'm currently trying to make a vegan fish and chips recipe, mm-hmm. and. I it tasted good but it was not fish and chips like it just did not work out and that I went off of like so most people do it with tofu which I hate because that's not fish just tofu battered and yeah. fish batter yeah I want to try and make something flaky so I just look at what we've used before mm-hmm. we've used um mushrooms yeah. for calamari yeah. and stuff and I know hearts of palm is used for a lot of fish type recipes and I've never heard of jackfruit being used, but it kind of has, like, a flakier, like, kind of stringy type consistency. So you just kind of go with what you're used to and see what works. I don't... It's so hard to explain how to make a recipe. It's just... It sounds like just a lot of trial and error. Yeah, pretty much. Just trial and error. Throw things together. See what works. Here's my other problem with recipes. Okay. The lingo. Like, who decided some of these words? What what Like, when you tell me to fold something. Yeah. I don't really understand what you mean. Like, I'm going to physically fold this flower. <laughs> so, something is, yeah, the lingo sucks, but like, once you know it, you know it. Yeah. It's hard to explain it without having that certain lingo. Yeah. Because, like, folding is different than stirring. Stirring, you know what I stirring know. is because it's a very general term. But folding is like literally bringing something over onto yeah. the other. So, it is folding, but it's hard to think of that in liquid form. I know. And not like, folding dough over or something like that so i'll be like reading a recipe and i'll read these words and i'm like I, what does this mean so then i'll just google and yeah watch somebody i've done do that it. i've done that before Which, too. i don't know how people read recipes before <laughs> before who decided on this lingo yeah who was the first person i want to talk to this person because sometimes i get so confused by these words and it's so frustrating i feel so stupid yeah i i try and stick to i want people to just use words. plain english yeah when you're writing a recipe just make it make How would much... you explain folding? Because you know what it is now, I assume. <laughs> kind of. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> In my head, it's like gently stirring. <laughs> I think the point of having general terms is so that 
every recipe. So like as soon as you know what fold means, you know what it means in every recipe. Mm-hmm. People are using fold mm-hmm. for that. It's not people being like, oh, this is how I would explain folding, but this is how I would explain yeah. folding. So I think that's the way to like kind of standardize recipes. Mm-hmm. But it's if you don't know how to cook, you have to look up all these terms. Mm-hmm. So, and that can be like a really important, like it can easily be why you messed up a recipe because you didn't fold it in and exactly. you stirred it in wrong or I'm something. I'm like, oh my gosh, what if my technique is off? <laughs> but again, that comes with practice. Yeah, my technique probably is off. <laughs> I just think, I think people forget that people, different ingredients, no matter if like all-purpose flour and all-purpose flour from different sources is going to be different. What? <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be different. No ingredient is the exact replica of something right so everything's going to be different so you might have some different outcomes i've used i've made recipes before that i screwed up and i'm like how did i screw up this person's recipe this is a professional and i'm a decent cook (laughs) (laughs) i just always blame myself i mean it's probably it's just probably not your fault it's probably like different ingredients and you don't necessarily know what a word means or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't feel dumb (laughs) Well, I don't know all the cooking terms. It took me a while to understand what fold meant, too. It's not, Yeah, sometimes I just feel like there's not a lot of recipes out there that are really made for beginners. Because We should do it. I know. But I do find that having a video helps. That's why I like oh, that yeah. we make videos, because then I can just go and watch. Well, that's the thing with... We've talked about this with cookbooks. I hate cookbooks that don't have photos for every recipe. Yeah. Because... A big part of learning how to cook and knowing what it's supposed to look like in the end is seeing the picture of what it's supposed to look like in the end. You don't need, like, process shots, but, like, having the final photo of it and be like, oh, I cooked these green beans too much because in the photo they look different now. And it just, like, it helps with the process. Me, I hate reading a recipe. Yeah. Like, I absolutely, just reading, I will never make a recipe if it does not have a picture accompanying (laughs) it. Because I'm like, how am I supposed to know if I want this? Like, so much of food is visual. Mm -hmm. It's like, include a photo. I know. And like most of the time if I'm making a recipe that has a video, I'll watch the video first and then read the recipe as I go. Mm -hmm. Because at least then I have those like visual cues that I saw. I don't know. For me, cooking is like so visual. I really need to see someone do it before I feel comfortable doing it. Yeah. So I'm really glad that cooking videos are popular. because (laughs) And that you're doing them now? I can't read. (laughs) (laughs) But do you, do you enjoy cooking? I think I do more now. Now that you have a little confidence. Yeah, and there's certain types of food that I enjoy cooking more than others. Like what? Like, so you're more of a savory. Like you oh, prefer yeah. savory over baking. Yeah. Cooking versus baking. Oh, yeah. I think I tend to lean towards like Asian flavors and type dishes. Definitely. I love I just, them. I prefer those flavors and I cook them a lot so I'm better at them now. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like, I mean, there's a wide array of ingredients you can use in Asian cooking, but like you can get a staple pantry for Asian cooking Mm -hmm. where that works for almost every recipe. Yeah. And like, I think I do enjoy cooking now. I don't do it a lot because I don't have the patience for it. (laughs) I'm just like, there's so many other things I could be doing right now. I hate the cleanup of it. That's what I hate. I'm, that's the other thing. I'm a very slow cook because I'll clean as I go. Uh, I do not. And then I feel like, I'm like, this recipe said it takes 15 minutes and I'm an hour and a half into this. <laughs> what the hell? That always I, happens to me. I, as you can tell, I'm a very messy cook. Yes. And like, I kind of move quickly. Yes. 
especially when I forget that we're trying to film things. Yeah. <laughs> I move quickly. So, I mean, my cooking ne- doesn't necessarily take long, but I'm normally moving so quickly that by the end, I'm like, I don't want to stand anymore <laughs> and do dishes and, like, clean. <laughs> so I'm just going to sit on the couch. <laughs> I think if I had more time in my life to cook and enjoy the process, I would enjoy it more. But a lot of times it's so hard to find time. I think it helps when you have your own kitchen, too. It's your space. You don't have to worry about, like, even if you do live with someone, whether it's a significant other or something, but if it's your kitchen, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to worry about other people. Like, yeah. it's, it's not someone else's space to share. Yeah. Like, it's just yours. You're used to it. You know it all. I or think it helps with the cooking. Even when you go to cook something, you know what you have. Yeah. Because sometimes I'll go to cook something and I'll make something or I'll see, oh, someone's used that up. <laughs> or, oh, we don't actually have this. I don't this. have to worry but about that. But if it was my kitchen, we'd always have this. Always. Spicy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I have a whole shelf of hot sauce. I know. I know. (laughs) So what's your advice to new cooks? Just cook. Just cook. Just do it. That's right. Because I tell you that and I tell Olivia that who has a blog about her trying to learn how to cook, Mm -hmm. which is just her trying to do things. Yeah. Um, And like, I'm like really impressed by that because I feel like a lot of people just assume they can't cook. Yep. And, like, I think everyone has the ability to cook. Whether or not you have the instinct to know what spices go in there, mm-hmm. you don't need that to know how to cook. Mm-hmm. But I think you just need to cook. <laughs> be able to do do some trial and error. Don't be, wor- don't be worried about failing a recipe or having something taste bad because it happens to everybody. Yeah. I guarantee you it happens to Gordon Ramsay, too. <laughs> um, just kind of cooking. Don't be worried about the failures and just kind of... As long as you're adjusting as you go and you kind of learn yeah. from those mistakes, even if you don't necessarily know what that mistake was, yeah. you go and be like, okay, let this is what I think the mistake was in the recipe. Let's take that out yeah. and see if it tastes better okay. and stuff like that. Okay. I think I just, I spent a lot of time second guessing myself and being like, is this what this means? Is, does this look how it's supposed to look? Like that's how I always yeah. end up cooking. But I think I just have to get out just of my head and yeah. like stop worrying so much. I think a lot of people think because cooking is such a normal everyday thing, I think a lot of people think that it should just come second nature to them. Yeah. So that they're like psyched out when they can't cook, mm-hmm. when they don't necessarily know how to cook. So I feel like they just need to know that cooking is a skill that most people do need to develop. Mm-hmm. And most people do. No one started out a great cook. I get, Like, someone probably has a little more talent than other people's yeah. in it, but no one started out, like, everyone's still developing in their cooking skills. It's still a skill you have to grow. It's okay if you suck at first. Yes! <laughs> as long as you keep trying. Yeah! I don't know. I think that's the biggest thing for cooks. Just cook. And if you suck, like, just embrace that because then it takes the pressure off of you. That's what I did. Yeah, and then when you make one amazing thing, you're like, whoa. Yeah. It's, like, even more amazing. That's how I feel because I'm like, guys, I'm going to try and make this. Here we go. (laughs) And then it turns out okay. I'm like, I did it. And then you feel way better. Yeah, no, I hate being known as someone who knows how to cook because then I'm like, what if this is shit? (laughs) What if I bring it in and shit? (laughs) Like... So, like, I kind of wish sometimes I was someone who they were, like, I didn't necessarily... Yeah. Like, people don't know me to like cooking and to know how to cook. Because yeah. then it would be so much less pressure, I feel like. <laughs> Do you want to switch places? Yeah, sure. I'll pretend to be the expert. Yeah. You can be the expert. You're getting a lot better. Thank you. I mean, you've been making recipes in our challenges. 
What? <laughs> you did. Thank you. What I recipe tried. Was, I mean, the dessert one. I mean, I didn't make anything from scratch, though. But it was still pretty, like, creative thinking. That I can do with food. I can think <laughs> creatively, but I can't really make things from scratch. You can't necessarily scratch. execute it. Yeah. Cookies, I don't mind. Yeah, I think you're good at cookies. Oh, like those Oreo stuffed cookies? It mm. wasn't even one of my recipes. I know. We don't have a recipe for that. <laughs> Just dump it in our chocolate chip cookie recipe. <laughs> it's the same thing. Well, see, that's there's an example. I was like, no, it has to be an Oreo stuff recipe because <laughs> maybe the other cookie recipes won't work with it. <laughs> and like, I know that sounds so ridiculous. No, it's actually kind of true. It might not work with it, kind of depending on the consistency of it. Because like, I don't know how, I don't remember how they tasted, but was the Oreo was a little softer after being baked, right? It wasn't just a hard Oreo. I guess so. So, like, I wonder if... And, like, the cookie dough you had seemed a lot more liquidy. It was very moist. Yeah, a very moist dough <laughs> compared to the dough that I make because it spread out a lot. Yeah, it did. And you can tell and it got really thin. My cookies tend to stay in their shape yeah. already. So, I, I wonder... I don't know if the Oreo would have baked as well. Well, I mean, maybe I also messed up the recipe because those things spread a lot. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I got giant cookies now. What did the recipe say? It Should they have spread? Stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I think people need to stop being afraid of their kitchen. Oh, wow. Houses, every house comes with a kitchen for a reason. It's because everyone should be cooking in them. Is that why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no one should be eating out and buying things all the time. You should know. Like, in my opinion, even if you don't want to cook or don't enjoy cooking, I think you should have, should have at least five or six go-to recipes that you know how to cook well. And they can be simple recipes. That's fair. I think it's good to have those because it's not good to rely on takeout all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's expensive. Yeah. And sometimes it can be kind of therapeutic to cook. I love cooking. Like it's the one time when you can just step away, especially from technology. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes I find if I've been on my computer all day and I'm just like, I need to take a break. Why don't I just actually go cook something for once? Yeah. It's nice. It's like a a break from the world a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I also, some things are, like, I think baking is very, very stress relieving because like, especially if you like have a dough Mm. or needing something, like you can take out a lot of stress on some dough. That's true. (laughs) I like, I don't know. I I don't find baking as stressful as people think it is, I think. I don't know. It's all pretty stressful in the end. (laughs) (laughs) Devin, what's your advice as someone who's still trying to learn how to cook? What's your advice for people who are trying to learn as well? I would just say own your failures and yeah. keep trying. Yeah. That's what I do. I, I own it. Yeah, I'm the one that p- forgot to put flour in the sugar cookies. You, like, forgot all the flour? Me, I think I didn't put enough. Okay. Because I don't think I completely forgot it. But I know I have, like, there have been so many times where I've, like, been about to dump something in the bowl and it's like, wait, wait, this is wrong. I've done this too many, so many times too, where I'll be, like, counting scoops or whatever and I'm like, did I miscount? I'm like, is that enough flour? I'm like, does that look like enough flour? I'm like, I'm like let's just add one more just in case. Yeah, I think just don't be so hard on yourself and don't say that you can't cook or you could never cook because I'm pretty sure I used to say that and I used to believe that. But I know that's not true. Yeah. You just gotta do it. Yeah. And stick with easy things at first. You don't have to go complicated and do anything like that. 
stick to a recipe even if you know the recipe already like something you know how to cook well I think everyone has one recipe that they know how to cook Mm -hmm. stick to that and play around with that base like change things up a little bit and get a sense of flavors that's why I always make taco flavored things and don't be afraid to like try new ingredients I think is Mm. important because I think people get stuck in a rut where they're continually buying the same things yeah. all the time. And I do that all the yeah, time, too. too. Like, my grocery card is pretty much the yeah. same every week. Um, but I don't, like, I don't think people are designed to eat that way. I feel like you should play around with new things. If you're at a grocery store and just found something that you have no idea what it is, pick it up. And just look up recipes that involve it. Yeah, like, treat cooking like it's something that can be fun. Yes. Doesn't have to be so serious. Gordon Ramsay is not gonna swear at you unless you want him to. I mean, you could put him <laughs> yeah. in the background. Maybe it's motivation. <laughs> that might be funny. Any last famous last words? Famous last words. Don't start fires. I was just gonna say that. Just don't <laughs> set anything on fire. Have a fire extinguisher close and ready. <laughs> I have definitely almost burned my house down. So don't start fires. Yeah, don't start fires. Fire safety. Fire safety. Yeah, kitchen safety. safety. First. Don't cut your fingers off. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, if you have any other suggestions of podcasts we should do, reach out to us on any of our social media channels. We're at Two Market Girls on literally everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we pretty much have every social media platform you could. Nailed it. Yeah. So reach out to us if you have topics. If you have more questions about cooking, we'd be happy to answer them. Yep. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel recipes and other fun stuff and our blog for the written version of the recipes of course and as well as we have our how to vegan section on our blog which is a lot of beginner stuff not just about veganism we're gonna talk about general just food beginner stuff Mm -hmm. so that'll be a good resource for any new cooks out there that want to know some extra tips and tricks yeah don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes you're listening on itunes or google play give it a rating if you yeah in a comment yeah because can you, you assume you can do that on both i think so you can give like a rating and a comment yeah we'd love to hear some feedback if there's something you think we can improve on or if you think we're doing everything perfect we love to hear that <laughs> okay thank you for listening see you guys